0: Today's video is what's wrong with the economy today, specifically the sustainability economy and what it's going to take for us to get to a regenerative economy. So what prompted me making this video is uh, I was just doing my normal thing when I sit in the sauna. Um, I'm Mike Stokes. This is Sauna Time with Mike Stokes, the regenerative home and the happy earthling. uh, I feel compelled to say this and tell more people I understand what I'm doing. Um, I do I do these videos in the sauna because it's healthy. It um, clears my mind um, and makes me, I believe, more honest and conscious. A little bit of pain and discomfort is um, good for clarity of thought. Um, not too much. You want to be balanced about it. But anyways, so the video is about what's wrong with the sustainability economy, and how can we actually create a regenerative economy? So I have three main points. First one is that it has to go all the way to the depth. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Uh, Second one is that we have to watch out for greenwashing uh, from sort of ignorance or expediency. Um, And then the last one is the principle is that each one of us as conscious creators and consumers and planetary citizens we need to push our own personal edge so for many years i've been trying to take the normal things that i buy and transform them into the most regenerative materials and processes that i can which is what a lot of us are doing Um, most people unfortunately are only focused on the climate crisis which is only one piece of the puzzle. You know, there's biodiversity, there's cultural la- loss, there's um, water, there's oceans, there's lots of things. the mass extinctions of most species on life. Now, I don't want to get overwhelmed with the death cycle that we're in. Just to say, like, if you're awake and if you can handle the s- looking forward with your wa- eyes wide open and see that we're in a death cycle and figure out how you're going to stay happy, be part of the solution that's kind of what most of my material is about on the happy earthling channel the regenerative home is more about um, just diy like how to make your home more of a regenerative home and then therefore contribute to the creation of a regenerative economy so here's the story i was just on my thread like we all do and i saw i think i was in my uh, email inbox and i saw an advertisement for the latest mother earth news t-shirt now I've been listening and you know reading mother earth news for years and you know mostly it's about homesteading and DIY but it's definitely geared towards people like me and hopefully you who care about the planet want to live a life that's actually generating more life it's more of a regenerative life so I looked at the t-shirt says love your mother right It says, love your mother. And then down below, there's two different t-shirts I found. One, it said, heirloom organic cotton. 100% heirloom organic cotton. So what does that mean? That basically means nothing. It means that it's open pollinated, but it doesn't mean anything about um, whether it was harvested with uh, fair trade in mind, or whether it was regenerating the soil, or whether they were using harsh chemicals. Um, it, It literally said nothing. And there wasn't even an explanation on Mother Earth news. No explanation. Just commerce for commerce sake. Now, I suppose the leadership is saying like, well, we're promoting the message of love your mother. If we fudge the rules a little bit to get that message out, well, that's okay. Well, that's the exactly wrong message. What we need to do is have a t-shirt and all things, but starting with a t-shirt that is regenerative in its... In its practices, in the way that it's grown, and and for Mother Earth News, what they should have done is they should have done a whole expose on how the ingredients, the manufacturing process, and the end product, and the transportation was all rege- as regenerative as possible. Now we all know, or not we all know, but it, I hope you've come to realize that we do not live in a sustainable society. I mean, everybody knows that, and that. You can't. We're not going to live in a sustainable society probably for three, four, five generations. But we need to be on the edge of creating that regenerativeness so then we can get to sustainable. So that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Regenerative is required for sustainable. So a regenerative t-shirt would be one that was grown in a way on maybe a polyculture farm so that they grew... Uh, they grew cotton maybe maybe there's five other or ten other plants that associate well with that cotton and maybe there's other uh, animals that associate well with that cotton maybe it's an entirely new type of ecosystem that man created to enhance life and generate more life energy in that plot of land maybe it creates habitat But instead what mother earth news did and i love mother earth news i'm really pissed off and struggling with this right now um, you know, it, it's an it's an educational opportunity, so I, I can't say I'm pissed off. I can say I'm very disappointed, very disappointed in Mother Earth news. Um, but again, as long as I and you and all of our colleagues and compatriots are uh, working the edge of what's next. So I just threw out a few examples about what would be regenerative, a regenerative T-shirt. So a regenerative T-shirt is probably going to be a polyculture. It's for sure going to be grown organic. Like there's not gonna be any pesticides or chemicals added to it. So they're, you know, at a minimum, they should have been exploring regenerative agriculture in the cotton sourcing. Uh, At a minimum, they should have been exploring low carbon transportation systems. But I think some, I mean, I don't know, maybe the leadership of Mother Earth News has changed. I I really don't know, but it's definitely not aligned with the core value. So the core value, in my opinion, of Mother Earth News should be how do each one of us not only create our own DIY internal homestead regeneration on our property, but how do we bring in inputs that actually promote that in the greater economy i often like to bring up the example of brazil nuts the brazil tree only grows in the pristine ecosystem because of the insects that need to pollinate the brazil tree so and it's harvested by indigenous people and the money is kept locally in the community there's and there's still plenty of money for the business people on the on the far end side of that but when you buy a brazil nut you're creating an an in economic incentive for regenerative forestry. So at a minimum, what Mother Earth News should have been done when they're promoting this product, this t-shirt, this billboard, that we're going to walk around and share the world and say, this is what it looks like to love Mother Earth. They should have at a minimum been at least saying up front what that looks like when you buy a goddamn t-shirt here comes my wife I'm a little embarrassed because I'm yelling at the phone (laughs) I'm making a a rant video (laughs) Um, so uh, anyways let's see Um, what's my second point so what can we do about it? What can we do as conscious consumers? The first thing and the easiest thing, and it's always been the first thing and the easiest thing as conscious consumers is to write Mother Earth news and email to leave a comment on the t-shirt section. I saw one comment in the section that I opened that said, why is this t-shirt not organic? Now that's level one. You know, level two is, why is this t-shirt not regenerative? Why is it not fair trade? Why is it not sustainably transported around the planet? Why is it not an exa- a shining example of the new economy that regenerates life on Earth rather than a vestige of the old that is killing life on Earth? It's Mother Earth news! It's supposed to be enhancing life! Everything that they do is supposed to be on that curve. Now, what I like to think about, the only way that I can survive in this death cycle is if I think about, you know, here's, here's where society is. My only job is to be up here when it comes to regeneration and sustainability. And as society goes here, I go here and promote the conversation. Society goes here, I go here. And then I have budgetary constraints and time constraints and energy constraints and health constraints. And then I just try to like, okay, I'm gonna try to get a little bit higher. Oh, I fell down a little bit, man. That that gas that I put in my car because I haven't been able to afford an electric yet, like, or I couldn't afford the highest bar of an electric car, like, you kind of, you keep going, but you keep pushing your own personal edge and that's the thing. That's regeneration. That's sustainability. That's living in the sustainable lifestyle. So I call out to Mother Earth News and to any of you who are willing to jump on the bandwagon to address this greenwashing and i god i hate to say it because there's so many bad players out there that are really disingenuously greenwashing and i don't necessarily think that mother earth news is genuinely greenwashing i just think maybe there's some old thinkers in there and those old thinkers are thinking like well we can't do a regenerative t-shirt so we're just gonna try to promote the message and you know more power to them they're doing a lot of stuff but if people like me and like you don't actually speak out to them and say, hey, we're your consumers and we're very disappointed in this, then they're not going to change. So anyways, that's my rant about that. So the first thing is, is we got to dig deep into the processes. So that's our job as regenerative consumers and creators. So for another example is we, uh, you know, the, the destruction of the palm oil industry is, is well documented. And, you know, I did a deep dive into the responsible, sustainable palm oil certification. Oh my God, what am I going to say about that? I'm just going to say that if you want to incentivize the cutting down of rainforests, the replanting with a monoculture, and then somehow after that, Thinking like, well, if we add a couple trails for the monkeys and if we plant a couple extra plants and maybe give you 1% back as a little wildlife habitat, if you think that's going to solve the problem, well then keep buying palm oil. Palm oil is, it's the fossil fuel of the jungle, you know, it is going, and and, and soybeans, palm oil and soybeans and cattle, um, they're all just, so, you know, do your best to avoid, corporate meat, corporate soybeans, and, and palm oil. I don't care if it's if it's sustainably harvested or not. So that's an example of a deep dive that you can take. So just keep diving in. And, and again, don't beat yourself up. You're not going to be perfect at this, and you can't really get everything there is to get. But what you can do is you can be... So again, that's all it is. You just got to be ahead of the curve. There is no... So the, the, one of the big problems with the environmental movement has been this idea of perfection. You know, we're going to just, we're going to fight everything until it's perfect. So, you know, and, and again, you know, in a way, I'm kind of doing that. Like this t-shirt is, is by far not perfect. And maybe it's a step in the right direction because more people wear the t-shirt that says love your mother is uh, good. But on the other hand, it sends the wrong message. It says like, all I have to do is have a surface level ego. And you know what that does? That's like plastic bags bringing your bag to the store, recycling your straw, putting your plastics in the recycle bin, those are all horseshit when it comes to true sustainability. They make you feel good. Over the long run, they could develop into things that actually work. And there are shining examples of small little elements where it works. But if you're counting on that to be your sustainable activity that's actually going to push the planet forward, they're not going to work. It has to be a deep cultural shift, a deep economic shift. So what we need to do individually is change the culture in our own mind and then the culture in our own community, which says, Thou shalt not harm the earth. It's like the Bible says, Thou shalt not kill. People don't get that right either. But but thou shalt not destroy ecosystems. Let's just start with that. Thou shalt not destroy ecosystems. So your only job is to make sure that all the ecosystems thrive. You can do whatever you want, man. You can create stuff. You can enhance life. You can plant new things. Uh, I wouldn't do genetically modified foods and plants and things because there's too many variables that we could get wrong. I don't think that's a wise course of action. We are so smart and so dumb. When I say dumb, I mean we have not wisdom in this culture. We have intelligence, but not wisdom. So, let's see. Number one is... Go deep into what makes up your product. You, you can't stay on the surface right now. You got to go deep. Another example of going deep is the Alipe nut. So I brought up the palm oil. The Alipe nut I found when so we were uh, another example of greenwashing. So we buy we were buying our toilet paper from Costco. And the reason I I bought it was because for years I have touted the benefits of FSC certification, Forest Stewardship Council. Um, There are varying levels of sustainability within that model. There are errors and problems, but in terms of a system, the people that I know, uh, the organizations that I know that I've done research on who are trying to do more harm than good in the forestry world are fighting FSC trying to create fake alternatives, SFI, and there's another one. But um, sorry, I got distracted. I got a message on my phone. Um, focus. Okay. So the reason we started buying, so I went from Alipay to coffee. I'll come back to Alipay. Not coffee. (laughs) Coffee will be the next one I go to. Um, when it gets really hot like this, my mind does scatter a little bit. So I'm going to try to focus in. Um, so when it comes to, um, toilet paper sold by Costco, I went in there once and I saw the FSC label on the toilet paper but I forgot that I had gone there another time and I had seen the toilet paper without the FSC certification. And then the NRDC came out with their rating, their their rating of all the different toilet paper companies in terms of their sustainable practices. And Costco got an F. Out of a simple system of A to F, they got an F. And then I found out after doing a little more research, it's because they bulk purchase from four different anonymous suppliers who cannot be held accountable at the end market. That's how they do their cheapo Kirkco- Kirkland brand. No accountability at the end game. You have no idea. It's literally part of their business model. You have no idea where this product would come from when it's a Kirkland brand. So, that, But on the digger deep, On the deeper dig, I found out that there are the four biggest paper companies in the United States, all of which basically score an F on cutting down virgin rainforests and turning them into butt-wiping toilet paper. So that's where it started. We're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. And so since I pride myself on trying to be, like I said, at least just a little bit ahead of the curve, I was way below. And so I brought myself back up and I bought the who gives a crap um, online order toilet paper. I'll put links for all the resources that I mention in the, in the show notes below. Um, and in that toilet paper, um, and, and also, uh, sorry, let me, let me focus again. So they sent me a marketing thing for soap, you know, because they're focusing in on household industries, on household products and how to make them more sustainably. So uh, many years ago, probably eight years ago, when I became disgusted with the palm oil industry, I started making my own soap because palm oil is in every cleaning product. It's almost in every processed cake food and cracker and all that stuff. Not every, but most. And so when I became really committed to that, I uh, started making my own soap to try to mitigate my impact and also i wanted to be more self-sufficient if, the, if a new option didn't come up i wanted to be able to produce my own option that my values felt right with and when i did that um, i found a soap recipe that i could use without palm oil it worked good everybody loved it you know it's another story i called it man Witch exorcism soap slightly different topic actually totally different topic let's not talk about it here but <clears throat> that was when i realized that you don't need palm oil to make soap and people just do it out of convenience and shelf life So for years, I've been seeking uh, an alternative that I could promote as a commercial grade product. And I stumbled across this. So inside of their soap, inside of Palm Oil, the Who Gives a Crap brand that they're promoting, they were using a soap that was made with a lipe nut. Now, a lipe nut is like Brazil nut. It's the same economic incentive. I don't want to say the same because I still need to learn how the alipe tree reproduces. If you know how the alipe tree reproduces, and if it does in fact inherently promote a wild virgin ecosystem, please let me know that. Um, But the way the alipe net is harvested by at least one single company, and that's forest-wise, is that they go into the wild forest... And they harvest the nuts after they fall to the bottom of the tree. And the local indigenous people get their fair wage. They rinse it in creeks. They bring it to the processing factor. And then they make the crude butter. Which is perfect. That's what we need the whole planet to be doing. If instead of... And then shea butter. I got on this whole butter kick. So shea butter is the same thing. Shea butter. They're cutting down the shea trees for firewood. But there's a counter economic incentive that's pushing shea nuts and creating uh, women-owned family cooperatives where they process the nuts that fall naturally from the trees it gives them an incentive to keep the shea trees in place, which is holding back the desertification of the Sahara. So all those examples are examples of how I personally am working my own edge. Now, those examples may be your edge, may not be your edge. Your edge may be just simply stopping buying convenient toilet paper that's, you know, cutting down virgin forests like Procter & Gamble or whatever the other ones are and turning them into butt wipes. I love that metaphor. That's what we do. We cut down virgin, pristine, beautiful ecosystems and turn them into something we can wipe our ass with. So I, unfortunately, by extension, think that this Mother Earth News t-shirt is part of that system. And it has to change. You can't be promoting newsworthy eco content and selling a t-shirt that is inherently i'm going to say it raping the planet in its practices now they may get back to me they may argue with me and that's fine i encourage the debate keep or i encourage us to get out more information but if that's so why didn't you include it in the description that's what we need to hear you mother earth news and every other business out there who's claiming to be eco you got to let us know from top to bottom why are you scoring? You know, and we, as conscious consumers and creators, uh, it's important to think of yourself as a creator and not just a consumer. You have to create life with your actions. You're not just consuming. But consumer creation, it, it's cyclical. It all works around. You want to work that um, circular system, no waste and life enhancement with all of the economic activities that you do. <sighs> I lost my train of thought. I'm just going to have to start fresh. So my last point is is a personal point. A personal point for you and for me. And that is that... uh, This is the hardest thing to teach. And I I, I try to teach it to individuals in my life. And they they can't hear the message for the most part because it's so painful. you got to sit with your pain. The pain of the destruction of earth. But then you got to take that pain... And instead of complaining, you can complain a little bit, but people are gonna stop listening to you. You have to put it into a creative life enhancing action. So that's what I'm trying to do with this video. I'm trying to say, hey, look, we need to hold them to a higher standard and we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard. We don't have to be perfect. We don't want the ecological perfection to be the enemy of ecological and economic and life progress. So that's the last point. I hope that's valuable. Um, like I said, I'll leave all the resources and links in the description that I can think of. And if you're interested in my homesteading channel or home regenerative channel, that is YouTube, at uh, The Regenerative Home, and more of the life skills and talking videos, that's at The Happy Earthling. Uh, have a wonderful day. Um, and hope to talk to you again soon. And really want to hear what you think. I really do. What are your solutions? Let's, let's begin this dialogue and then blast it out. You know, and my ultimate goal is to help change the culture because the economic fixes are not going to change it. If we just keep making more lithium batteries, we're going to destroy the planet through lithium. I don't know how, but we'll figure out a way. It's not a technological fix. It's a cultural values-based fix, and that's what we need to start promoting. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.